in the Orthodox Church, if there's something that's worth doing, then it's also worth preparing for. So the central celebration of the Christian year, of course, is Easter. We call it Pascha, the Greek word for Passover. And we have a preparation for this. We have Holy Week, and before Holy Week, we have a 40-day fast. But even before the 40-day fast, there is another preparatory period. We have four Sundays before Lent with specific themes connected to the Lenten season to already get our minds and our hearts focusing on the Lenten journey. So the journey to Lent begins four Sundays in advance when we remember the parable of the publican and the Pharisee. The Pharisee, by all outward indications, was a righteous man. The publican, by all outward indications, was a sinner. But when they come before God in the temple, it is not the self-righteousness of the Pharisee that the Lord lifts up as the example, but the humility of the publican, who would not even come closer than the back of the temple and would not even lift up his face, but simply said, God be merciful to me, this sinner. And we are reminded on this day that even if we get everything right, and this is especially important when we're talking about fasting and the services we're attending and all of these things, that even if we get it all right, if we don't do it with the proper heart, it's possible to do it all right and get it all wrong. The simple humility of trusting in God's mercy must be the motivator for the entire Christian life. The next Sunday is dedicated to the parable of the prodigal son. This is a well-known story of a young son who squanders his inheritance on riotous living, decides to go home, and is received by his father with great joy. Like the prodigal son, we need to come to our senses and recognize our sinful behaviors, especially habitual sins that choke out our spiritual life. And having realized this, we return to God the Father, who we know is always looking for our return, just as the Father was in the parable, and who embraces us and invites us into the banquet that is his heavenly kingdom. Two Sundays before Lent, we have what we call Meat Fair Sunday. This is the final day for eating meat products before Lent. So when we enter into the fasting, we don't do it cold turkey on the first day of Lent. We ease our way in. Meat Fair Sunday is also dedicated to the Last Judgment. The theme of judgment and hell does not come up a lot in our liturgical life, but that does not mean that it doesn't come up at all. The Gospel reading for the day is Matthew 25. When Jesus gathers all people together, the sheep on the right and the goats on the left, and to each of them he says the same thing that he was hungry and thirsty and sick and in prison and alone. And to the sheep, he says, I was all of these things, and you took care of me. And to the goats, he says, I was all of these things, and you neglected me. Both sheep and goats are surprised at this. When did we ever see you hungry or thirsty or sick or in prison or alone? And Jesus says, whenever you did these things or you didn't do them, even to the least of my brethren, you treated me this way as well. This parable reminds us that the criterion of our judgment is our level of mercy towards our neighbor. The two great commandments are love God, and then like unto the first, 
A very, very close second is love your neighbor. We cannot say that we love God and hate our neighbor, the Apostle John tells us in his letters. We can also not say that we serve God and neglect our neighbors. How this connects to Great Lent is, once again, we can't be saying that we're getting it all right, fasting properly, attending all the services, and at the same time expressing an indifference towards the people around us, particularly those who are in need. Our devotion to God is expressed through concrete acts of love and kindness to those around us. And then the day before Lent, the final Sunday is called Cheese Fair Sunday. We stopped eating meat the week before. Cheese Fair Sunday, we stop eating dairy. And the next day, we are fully into the fast. On this day, we commemorate Adam and Eve being expelled from paradise. And we are called to identify ourselves with them, recognizing that we Because of our own decisions, we have robbed ourselves of the beauty and the dignity and the glory with which we were created as beings made in God's own image. But we don't let this understanding paralyze us because going back to the publican and the prodigal, we also need to let this realization motivate us to returning home to the Father, to seeking the healing and the restoration of that image that fell so long ago, all of which happens through Christ and all of which is the essential work of the Lenten journey. It's the work of the Christian every day. But then we take this time during Lent to really lean into it. The Sunday before Lent is also called Forgiveness Sunday. This is another theme of the day. And the very first Lenten service happens Sunday evening, and it is called Forgiveness Sunday Vespers. At the end of the service, everybody present seeks forgiveness from everybody else there. Now, you might ask, well, why do I need to seek forgiveness from a complete stranger? I get it, my own family, my own friends, I let them down, I hurt them, but why a complete stranger? This points to the Orthodox understanding of exactly how interconnected we all really are. Every choice that we make has an impact not only on ourselves and not only on those near and dear to us, but on the entire world. So every time I commit a sin, I have made the world a more difficult place to live in for everybody else. Maybe only in the most minute of ways, but there are billions of us on this planet, and that does all add up. So for the ways that I make other people's lives more difficult, whether directly or in a broader sense, I approach them and I ask them to forgive me. And so we enter into the Lenten season in this spirit of peace and a spirit of reconciliation. Because again, we cannot seek to make peace with God and at the same time hold within our hearts enmity for our neighbor. So having reflected on these things, repentance and humility through the publican and the prodigal and love of God and neighbor through the last judgment and Adam and Eve being cast out of paradise, and the forgiveness that is so critical to our entire journey to salvation, we are now ready to begin the holy and royal days of Great Lent. And that's the other thing that happens at this Forgiveness Sunday Vespers. At this service, we switch vestments from the gold, the usual colors, to the Lenten purple. Now, purple in the ancient days was the most expensive color to make. That's why royalty wore purple. Not everybody could afford material of that color. 
We wear purple during Lent because this is the royal time. This is the time when, by the grace of God, we strive to regain our original calling. And in Christ, we become sons of God, which in scriptural language means full inheritors of the Father's kingdom. The journey of Lent is a royal journey. It is a journey to God's kingdom. And again, that's a journey we take every day of our lives. But then we take this one point in our year to intensify our focus on this. And the goal would be that at the end of Lent, we don't simply just shrug off all of this, but that when we get out of Lent, when we get to the celebration of our Lord's resurrection, all those efforts have made us a little more mindful of our own sins, a little more aware of the struggles of others and of the presence of God in our own lives, and brought us a little closer to the blessed kingdom of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Thanks for listening today. Until next time, take care and God bless.